2: I'm Roberta Blevins, and this is Life After MLM, a podcast where we worked in the stigma of failure in an industry systemically designed for you to fail. Join us as we dive into the real-life stories of survivors, experts, and advocates to debunk the common myths and fallacies of cults, scams, and multi-level marketing. The FTC is asking for our help. On February 17th, a motion was passed to propose the implementation of a new rule for certain types of businesses to present an accurate report of earnings potential for people who are in need of a stream of income. Too many times have certain business models taken advantage of people who are desperate. In this climate where the world has been shaken, job scarcity and fear have more people than ever searching for a new way to put food on the table. Too many times have people been misled by false or deceptive earnings claims. The business models in question include delivery services, online business coaches, and most importantly, multi-level marketing. The purpose of the FTC's proposed rulemaking is to prevent more people from being scammed into funneling their money into a business opportunity without all of the facts beforehand. If this rule is implemented, it could help hundreds of thousands of people, keeping many from going into debt or getting involved in situations they cannot financially maintain. In the world of anti-MLM, Our biggest goal is to educate and inform. This rulemaking could change the game for potential victims of multi-level marketing schemes. The FTC has given the public 60 days to submit comments on this proposal before making a final decision. If you or a loved one has been personally affected by false money-making claims, tricked into a business opportunity that didn't make the earnings potential clear up front, now is the time to use your voice and tell your story. We need your help to sway the FTC's decision on this proposed rule and help craft the new regulations that multi-level marketing companies will have to abide by in order to avoid future civil suits. For more information on how to submit your public comment, please visit www.mlmchange.org. I am so excited to announce my acceptance of the nomination for Woman of the Year for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society for 2022. Man and Woman of the Year is a philanthropic competition to support blood cancer research among a group of motivated and dedicated individuals in communities across the United States. Candidates like me form powerful fundraising teams and compete in honor of two local children here in San Diego who are blood cancer survivors. Leukemia is the number one childhood cancer, and this year we're fighting for Avila and Marco. Did you know that currently there are only four types of cancer treatments for children? and they aren't even children's doses. They're basically just watered-down adult doses. Because of these and other factors, 80% of childhood cancer survivors will develop lifelong chronic health problems. At the risk of sounding like a hun, I would love to ask you to join our team as we raise money to help fund the research for blood cancer, develop treatments for all, and find a cure. Visit robertablevins.com and click the LLS tab for more information on how to donate, sponsor, and be a part of our team.
3: Hey, happy 100 episode. Um, I recently just discovered this podcast and the anti-MLM community so I have a lot to catch up on but I just wanted to say thank you so much for all the information that you're sharing and you're making me feel like I'm not crazy. I've just left um, an MLM after five years so I'm going through all different stages of grief and I feel like this podcast is something that I can listen to every day and it helps uplift me and make me feel like I'm not alone. So thank you for everything that you do. Keep on doing great things. Bye.
2: Hey, and welcome back to Life After MLM. It is our 100th episode, which uh, is a feat in and of itself. And I wasn't really sure how I wanted to celebrate our 100th episode. Um, So I asked a couple friends, I said, could you send me a quick voice note about how this podcast has helped you or changed things for you, or opened your eyes. I asked past guests, I asked listeners, I asked fans, um, and quite a few of you delivered. And when I went into the voice memos to listen to them, I saw all these other voice memos that uh, I completely forgot I told you guys to send me. And I started listening to them. And in listening to them, I sort of shaped this episode. So it's a new format. It's something that I'll be integrating in as people send messages. And I'm going to try to find a better way to have you guys send messages because a few of you had trouble and I do not want that to happen again. So if any of you out there know uh, a free or relatively cheap way to send voice messages that don't require me using several apps to turn into wave files, that would be fantastic. Um, and then we can sort of use that to do like a... I hate to say like a call in feature, but I mean, kind of like a call in feature. There were a lot of voice memos that posed really great questions or pitches and ideas for uh, future episodes. And there were a couple of people that were like, hey, I want to be on the show, but didn't leave any information on how to get a hold of them. So uh, I threw those in there too. And I hope you're listening. And I hope you email me and say, hey, that was me on the 100th episode because I want to talk to you and I want to tell your stories. Um, so yeah, we did 100 episodes. I am really proud of myself. It is me. It is just me. I am the writer, producer, editor, host, brains, and everything behind this. Um, and it's it's been a long 100 episodes. And I will say in the very beginning when I had no idea what I was doing, I still don't know what I'm doing, but I, I know a little bit of what I'm doing. And I just want to say thank you to everybody listening who has stuck by me, those that have joined on, those that have realized, you know what? I know this is going to get better because what we're talking about is important. And uh, thank you for giving me the space and the grace to grow. Thank you for helping me realize that I had ADHD. Thank you for helping me get through the depressive parts of my life and the hard stuff that I went through over these last 100 episodes. Thank you for being a fan and a follower. Thank you for donating. It helps more than you know. Um, and thank you for helping me create a community, the kind of community that I always wanted to create an MLM, a, a wonderful group of people who are loving and compassionate and empathetic towards each other's struggles and learn to be better every day together. It is what I always envisioned. When MLM came into my life, the kind of community that we could create, and I'm so much happier knowing that I get to create that community outside of the pyramid scam. It's a much healthier place. I also want to say over the next coming weeks, you will notice a few changes, not big ones, but a few changes, a couple format changes. We're going to be adding more content, more bonus episodes on Wednesday. Hopefully I can't promise everything right now, but that is the goal working toward more content and more episodes and creating more education. Also, if you are not following us on YouTube, please do so. Not only do we have Life After MLM, the show, which we go live on Fridays, but we also do Boss Babe the Game on the weekends, which is just hilarious in and of itself. Grab a snack, grab a drink and come laugh with us. And if you want, hit me up and you can join us too. And uh, and my new thing that I'm doing, which is reacting to old content of mine, which is really cringy. Um, and we're calling it The Adventures of Hunberta. And it's 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 everything. And you just you need to go see you just need to go watch it. Just give it a chance. Just watch one episode. There are there are six episodes up right now. I'm very proud of them. They are ridiculous. It is intended to be ridiculous. It is educational and it is funny and is cathartic and self-deprecating. And I promise that I do love myself. I just like to poke fun in the name of entertainment. (laughs) So I love the community we're creating over on YouTube. Thank you so much for joining us over there. Uh, And, you know, it has been an incredible 100 episodes Again, I know I've said thank you like a thousand times already, and I know it's, but I just, I, it's such an accomplishment for me. And for someone who started this podcast after four years of going, do you think anybody would listen? Do you think anybody would care? And to know that I've created 100 episodes, you know, like <laughs> we've educated so many people We've helped people get out. We've heard stories of people who found the podcast, got out of their MLM, and then became a guest of the podcast to share their story. We've seen some of the most incredible educators and content creators come and talk to us. We've had some amazing experts and professionals come and talk to us. I can't wait for the next 100 episodes. You guys are making my dreams come true. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I hope you enjoy all of this because it was really kind of hard to do. Again, not really sure what I'm doing, but I'm happy to learn for the entertainment and the education and for you guys. So enjoy. And here's to 100 more.
4: Hi, Roberta. I'm listening in from Manchester, England. Absolutely love your podcast. Love all the work that you're doing. Obsessed at the moment with MLMs and cults. I just can't listen to enough of it, find it fascinating and just educate myself about it all. And I think everything that you're doing and the fight that you're leading is just awesome and keep it up. Right. I wanted to to leave you this message when you mentioned on the podcast last year in April, I think it's like episode 20 something, maybe 23. And you said about those short stories. So I've not been in an MLM myself. No, it's a friend of mine who's in the MLM call Forever Living. I'm not sure whether she's still in it, but she was in it. And a couple of years ago, she tried to get me into it. And I ended up having to tell her like, I can't do this. Um, and yeah, and that was what happened. So she, I went to this like recruitment event um, that was in a hotel. And, and it was just completely shocking like I've got loads of tales from that the other people who she knew who tried to get me into it she tried to which um, she wanted to come to my baby shower for my daughter who's now nearly two she was born in April 2020 so like in the middle of the first lockdown um, and she wanted to you do like a forever living stall in my girl's uh, baby shower which never ended up happening because we went into lockdown thank god but I had to put her off on that and that was... And nightmare and yeah just still trying to sort of target to me and all like the funny stories around her um and this whole mlm thing and me just not knowing at the time like i didn't really have a clue um what i know now and i wish that i knew then what i know now because i would just basically tell all of them to fuck off it's forever living and they're shady and also i think from the english standpoint like It would be interesting to see, sort of, I don't know what the British law is around these things, how they are illegal, because I remember asking when I was in this recruitment event, I was speaking to this girl's brother, and I said, you know, is it a pyramid scheme? And he sort of said, oh, it's a multi-level marketing, so it's not, you know. And uh, he was buying this, oh, they had these bloody £200... Um starter kits that they were flogging you know when they said oh we've only got two of them here tonight or we've, we've only got a limited number you know and this bullshit and like you could tell it was bullshit at the time and, and everybody in the room and there was just so many people and it was so many women I was just like oh god anyway my email is gmail.com thank you so much for the kind
2: words and thank you for being patient you sent me a few of these messages I know it is confusing I am working on finding a better way for you guys to send me voice memos because I actually had a lot of fun going through these voice memos and answering some questions and just hearing these really fun stories. I know I mentioned that I put this call to action out back in the earlier episodes um, to have your stories, and I never really did anything with them. so. We're going to share a few now, some of my favorites, some of the ones that caught my eye, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy them as much as I did. Thank you so much for 100 episodes, and here's to 100 more.
5: Hi, yeah, my name's Charlotte. I'm in the UK. I don't know if you've covered any stories in the UK yet, um, but I kind of just wanted to let you know mine um, really quickly. I won't go into too much detail because it'll take you forever. to um listen to um I've I don't know if you've done this yet I've um only got to like episode 23 or something um but yeah I in total have been involved with four MLMs um but five different times um so yeah um Really low points in my life. Um, When I got involved, I did Avon, Unique, uh, The Body Shop at Home, and Darcy's, which is a candle one, Um, very UK specific. They started in Scotland. Um, So yeah, my email is at gmail.com if you're interested. Thanks. Bye.
2: Oh my God, yes. Because I have been wanting to cover UK-based MLMs and just international MLMs for a while now. And I already have one interview that's going to be coming up, but I'm going to be emailing you because I want to talk to you as well. And if you are in the UK and have a story to share, please email me and let's, let's make some episodes together, you guys.
3: Hi, Roberta. This is Jennifer in Europe, in Austria. One thing that strikes me is how desperate women must have been to have some semblance of family life and career life. From
6: We have maternity leave and guaranteed health care. So women who have
2: a baby can take up to two years of maternity leave. The maternity leave is
6: also financially very supportive. If you take one year, for example, you can get paid up to 80% of your income before children. And of course, you have full health care. So you have your baby, all medications is paid for. So MLMs are not popular where I come from. I was just wondering if you've ever thought about the impact that the politics of, in the U.S. have on the prevalence of MLMs in a U.S. American society. Thank you so much. You are gifted. Have a great day.
2: Thank you so much, Jennifer, for this incredible question. And thank you for being a listener in Austria. That's incredible. Um, Yes, I feel like this is something that we need to have Dave Vaughn back on for Dave, paging Dave, Um, the impact of U.S. politics on the American society as MLM is pertaining to it. Um, Absolutely. It goes so deep, and it is something that I've wanted to tackle for a long time, and I know how people sort of get like, oh, politics, um, but I want to remind everybody that it is a bipartisan issue, and we will be tackling this, and I'm going to have Dave come back on and do some MLM history and talk about this, so thank you so much for asking this and for bringing it to my attention because it was something that I wanted to do, and I'm happy to learn that people want to hear about it as well. They have become an absolute favorite, and you can save up to 59% off the high-end counterpart by shopping with Quince. Throw on a cotton modal scoop neck tee and some sneakers, and you've got a perfect effortless outfit. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com MLM for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com M-L-M to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com M-L-M. Hi, my name is Amy Vaz, and I'm from Greenville, South Carolina. I am going to explain the ways in which MLMs are a reflection of broader American society. In both, the goals are based on unrealistic expectations, healthcare is an afterthought, FOMO is a major driver of decision-making, many externalities are created and largely dumped on poor people. Both use deception, exploitation, and play on people's fear, and both rely heavily on the existence of a large, permanent, and growing underclass in America. Thank you so much, Amy. Yes, I think all of us feel that and see that and think that, but we can't put it into words the way that we feel, and I think you did that so eloquently. There is so much FOMO. Absolutely. We talk about that all the time, right? The FOMO, the the fear, the deception, and this growing underclass taking advantage of the marginalized, the poor, the underrepresented. It's a massive issue. And this is another issue that we will be tackling. And it goes right along with the last question. Um, and I'm so excited that you guys are are thinking these and and feeling this way and wanting to tackle these subjects because they are big subjects. If you're ready for them, like I'm ready for them too. So yes, let's tackle these subjects. Let's
7: talk about the hard stuff.
2: I am so excited to work on these episodes. Thank you so much.
7: Hey, Roberta, my name is Joe, and I was just reaching out to you to say that I love your podcast and say that I hope you do a deep dive on It Works sometime. I've seen you talk a little bit about it, but I don't think there's an episode or a real deep dive, and I was actually in It Works twice, the second time, not very long at all, Um, but the first time was like six or eight months, and I didn't rank up very far. I got to like the second rank, um, and I have so many examples and messages and (laughs) stories of like the culty things they would tell us to do. And um, some of the top leaders that are still top in the company, some of the crazy stuff they would say and the toxic things. And so I have a few stories, but nothing, nothing major, like the ones that are already on your podcast, the major crazy stories. But anyway, um, I was just saying that I hope you deep dive into it works because they are terrible. Thank
2: you. You know, Joe, it's funny that you should mention that because I've been wanting to do more deep dives and it works is a great place to start. It works was the first MLM that I joined um, and I saw the scam for what it was very quickly and left. But, you know, LuLaRoe looked a little different and I didn't learn my lesson. But yeah, let's do an it works deep dive. If you want to join us, I'd love to have you. And uh, maybe we can hit up Jessica Hickson and have her join us too.
6: Hi, I've been listening to your podcast for a couple months now. I'm still combing my way through, so you may have already talked about this. But one thing that I wanted to share is that I was exposed to MLMs in my undergraduate years at community college, such as Legal Shield. I also have stories about um, Amway And then one that was really weird was the body shop, which I almost didn't think I didn't. And then there was a stem cell one. And then I also went on a date where a guy was pitching Amway to me. And so I don't know if you've already talked about these unconventional ways of how to get exposed to them and how some people do fall prey to them. But that's one thing that I wanted to share. It'd be great to get interviewed. I almost did an MLM and I was exposed to a lot of other ones. And I'm just grateful that I haven't had to take that route for myself. But I really do learn from your podcast.
2: Thank you so much for saying that. Um, I love that people are learning. I love that people are seeing red flags and going, wait a second. I heard that on that podcast and avoiding these things. And I love that you have seen the red flags and you were able to avoid them yourself, whether it was before or after this podcast came into your life. And yes, I would love to talk to you. Hit me up. Email me. Let's do this. I think this is a really important topic because there are so many unconventional ways of getting sucked into these that don't look like a Facebook party or your mom's best friend's sister's cousin being like, "Hey, did you want to try some skincare?" It's really sneaky. It's really insidious. We've told a couple of those stories and it couldn't hurt to have a couple more.
8: So I have an experience with closet candy. Um, I, as a buyer, I I didn't realize it was an MLM, Um, so I purchased it, I got it, and the person who was advertising said that they were a small boutique, and their packaging was like really intense, and I was like, huh, that's kind of odd. I try on the clothes, they don't fit, so I go back to her website, and it says, join my team. I go digging, and I realize, oh shoot, (laughs) this is an MLM. I don't want to support that at all and the clothes don't fit. So I'm trying to return them. And I look at the return policy, and they do not provide refunds at all. Like they only provide in-store credit. And I'm like, what the heck? Do you know? Is there any way to get around MLMs like that? Like I'm trying to get a refund here. And I feel like they're just trapping me for over $100. How do is this normal? Is this a thing that happens? How do you get around it?
2: Oh, the marvelous, marvelous world of MLMs and their scammy, scammy product schemes. Yeah. um, Unfortunately, there isn't really much of a way around it because MLMs write all of their policies, procedures and rules to protect themselves first and foremost, right? It doesn't protect the reps and it definitely doesn't protect any sort of customer that may stumble upon the scheme either. So, I mean, this is not legal advice. This is not financial advice. This is just, you know, old Roberta Blevins telling you some stuff that I've heard people tell me that has worked in the past. One, uh, a credit card chargeback, just calling your credit card and saying, look, I bought something and they're refusing to refund me and asking for a chargeback. Two, uh, if it's like a PayPal or something like that, you can, again, do a dispute that you are not being given a refund and that you would like to dispute the charges a lot of times in those cases, they then have to provide evidence. You could you could get lucky there, and then the only other way that I've heard about getting refund is to contact the company directly with idle threats. If it's an MLM with products you use, you can claim that you had an allergy. I've had a lot of Monet customers tell me that that's how they got out of their auto ships. Or you could simply reach out to corporate, and tell them that you don't like the product and that you want a refund, and hopefully corporate refunds you. I'm not really sure how that works. But I will say that the most effective way I have heard is leaving the MLM out of it completely and just dealing with it through the financial institutions. So I wish you luck. And if anybody has had any luck with this, I would love to hear your suggestions.
3: Hey, Roberta, Tara Jacobson with Marketing Artfully. And I wrote a blog post about why um, MLM isn't like Affiliate marketing, Stampin' Up! made me wicked mad when they put a new um, policy in place that allows them to determine whether somebody can have a blog with ads or a YouTube channel. And as a businesswoman, that just made me wicked mad. Love your show. Bye.
2: Tara. Yes. 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 Yes, absolutely. Let's do an episode together. I have been wanting to talk about the differences between MLM and affiliate marketing. It is something that comes up in the comment section all the time. It is something I've made a ton of videos about. And I would love to do a podcast episode. I am going to hit you up. So make sure you're checking your inbox because we're going to make an episode together.
6: Hi, Roberta. My name Alyssa. I'm from Pittsburgh, PA. I am have one girl on my Instagram and my Facebook. She's from my high school. She's a stay at home mom who's involved with Lavelle Thrive, which I never even heard of until her, but she's posting every day with a toxic positivity. And I almost got sucked in. (laughs) Thankfully I didn't, but I almost did. But there are two other girls that I've noticed that she has gotten up into her team And she posts all the time about how she gets her card paid for and all of these other benefits. And it's very, very toxic. And I never see any kind of negative um, talk on her Instagram. But this is a classic example of everything you talk about on the show. And I think it's worth discussing.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to work on some toxic positivity podcast episodes. Because I am seeing it so much in real time as I'm watching people in these mass exoduses leaving MLMs right now. The manipulation, the toxic positivity, it's all there. All the bells and whistles are going off. It's definitely time to do some toxic positivity episodes.
9: So, I first listened to your story on the Was I an Occult podcast, and then I went down a rabbit hole with your podcast. And around that time, this woman added me on Facebook, and we had a few friends in common. Um, and I messaged my friend Sarah, and I was like, What's this chick's deal? Like, who is she? And she's like, Oh, I used to work with her. Um, but long, again, long story short, she is definitely a hawking um, juice Plus, And I, I was all listening to know about mlm and i was like is this an mlm like straight out and she's like no it's the gig economy and i can send you a video like wouldn't you like to earn more money everybody's doing it on the gig economy and like it's the same as uber some people do with airbnb oh my god so i've kind of like i engaged her once or twice just and i was like what's the name of your company wouldn't tell me the name of her company um but it's fascinating there's like a whole like it's all over ireland i'm like what the hell um, but yeah, I'm low-key fascinated with this woman now because I'm like, you're in MLM. What the What the fuck?
0: Hey, Roberta, Olivia from Alabama with a couple of pitch stories. Uh, so about five years ago, before I had my kids, um, my husband and I dealt with some infertility issues, and I posted about this on social media, um, and uh, the Huns came calling for sure. So this infuriates me and disgusts me. I just want to say, because uh, thankfully I didn't fall for it because I had already kind of understood, Hey, these things are just scams or whatever, but you know, it's a very vulnerable place to be in. And I'm sure that a lot of women get suckered into this crap. So the first lady, um, we talked back and forth for a while because she had also dealt with some similar issues. And then she tries to get me to, go to Starbucks so she can go over a starter pack of Young Living with me. And I was like, mm, no. And then another girl told me Plexus is what I needed to do, not my fertility treatments. Plexus.
3: A former coworker of mine joined a keto MLM. Uh, she messaged me on Instagram, uh, you know, wondering how I was and if I was interested in getting a sample, etc. etc. I was not interested at all and I told her I was six weeks pregnant with my second son and in fact she was the first person I was telling I was pregnant because I straight up did not want to join her MLM. So not only did she not take that as my excuse not to join, she would send me or did send me YouTube videos from her company saying how safe ketos were for pregnancy. I politely also told her no again, and now she just had her first baby, and I can tell she's struggling with the MLM game being a first time mom. Thanks. Hey there. Um, while this did
7: not happen to me, it did happen, um, it did directly affect me. During my wedding, one of my bridesmaids, my high school best friend, was approached in the bathroom um, of my wedding reception and asked if she had ever considered trying new products to treat her skin. Um, And I could not have felt smaller as a bride in that moment because not only did my best friend from high school get pitched an MLM during my wedding from one of my guests, but dear goodness, who does that? So ever since then, quite honestly, I ghost just about any acquaintance friend or anyone who tries to pitch me an MLM because honestly, they have no boundaries.
8: I've had several
3: experiences with MLMs. I've been drawn into and participated with Mary Kay. I got out of that when I realized I wasn't making any money and I was in an MLM. I also had um, a situation where I had been you know, away from my family and friends for a long time. And one of the first person who reached out to me when I got back was somebody who I thought was my friend, but actually trying to get me to join their MLM, uh, because I've been living overseas and I was just trying to reconnect and they manipulated the situation basically just to try to get me to sign up to an MLM. So I'd say that the worst thing that an MLM does is it destroys relationships and impacts how friends, Um, take advantage or not of you. So that would be my experience of MLMs.
8: They suck. Love the podcast, Roberta. Thank you for speaking so many truths into so many women's lives who have been partially or fully destroyed by these, if you could see me now, I'm doing air quotes, businesses, I sold Mary Kay. I just sent you a message on your website. I have a story to tell if you're interested. Oh,
1: we're definitely interested. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory... Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system.
10: Hey, Roberta, thank you
3: so much for your podcast. I've said this a thousand times, but the content that you put out has been incredible and was really, really important as I was learning to get out of my MLM And starting my healing journey. So thank you for what you do. Thank you for having me on your show. And it's a really beautiful thing watching how many people are helping you while you highlight other people's stories along with your own.
11: Hi, my name is Nick from Massachusetts and the Life After MLM podcast has actually helped my wife out tremendously. Uh, She started listening to this podcast as she was starting her journey of getting out of her MLM and healing from everything that she had been through. And this podcast really helped her be able to not only leave her MLM and become an actual person again instead of just identifying with what her MLM was and just being part of the MLM as her entire personality. This really helped her find herself again. And I'm so glad I have her back. I'm very grateful that this podcast exists.
10: Hey, Roberta, this is Jamie and just wanted to send my thanks for Life After MLM. You've created such a um, compassionate space for all of us on the other side of MLM. And I really love how you you know, give people a voice, you put faces and names and stories to the abysmal statistics of our income disclosure statements from our various companies. And you just really, um, you make it fun and you make it lovely. You know, you're just you're holding space for all of us in our lives after MLM. And Um, all of the difficult feelings that can come up of grief and shame and failure and just helping to normalize that, which is so important um, and understanding that we're not alone. So thanks so much. I lastly just wanted to say that I really, really appreciate you. Holy shit.
12: It's been 100 episodes. 73 of which I listened to within 14 days it's so hard to believe that I found my passion my niche in activism and a whole new kind of career and a new best friend all thanks to baby podcaster Roberta not having any idea of what she was doing but doing it anyway that first episode when you were so new to this was so relatable and real and that was the hook for me. I am so incredibly happy and thankful to be counted among the massive number of people um, that you have helped get out of financially and emotionally crippling situations since you started this podcast. So, thank you for bringing, like, empathy, true empathy into the mainstream of the anti-MLM movement. And thank you for being my friend. Congratulations!
11: Ah, Roberta, happy 100th episode. Uh, This has been a number of years in the making. I know that you really wanted to put out the most perfect uh, material that you could and honestly this has to be blowing your wildest dreams. This pod has done so much for so many people. Uh, for me I, even after my episode I was able to connect with a few people that are in Taiwan that I, I've never had a chance to talk to yet so even all the way here in, <laughs> in the middle of Asia um, I can still uh, find an audience uh, on your podcast and be able to help grow This mission to hopefully make MLM no longer the the predatory business uh, that it is. So thank you so much for everything that you're doing, all the hours you're putting in and (laughs) all the behind the scenes stuff you do. It's been great. Thank you.
8: Oh, well, you know, it is because of Life After MLM, the show that saved me. Barb Stupadinski from being in Tupperware for the rest of my life. You know, it's because of her that I was able to to listen and learn all of the amazing things about, about what is happening in the anti-MLM community and the fact that, that MLMs are just such a ratchet scam. They're just such a scam. And Life After MLM, the podcast, really just taught me that. And I'm so grateful that Mallory found that podcast because I wouldn't even accept
3: Hi, my name is Danielle, and I'm from Massachusetts. Um, This podcast has absolutely changed everything for me,
2: and it really just started out as me healing from my own journey, and then it turned into me trying to advocate for others and help other people heal on their journey out of MLM. Uh, I'm so thankful for you, Roberta, and I'm so glad that we're friends now, and your podcast has helped me to create so many other friends in this community and also just love myself more and forgive myself for all of the gross, culty, scammy things I've done in my past. Thank you so much for doing what you do. I wouldn't be who
8: I am today without you. Hi, Roberta. This is Mia. Um, I just wanted to like reach out to you and possibly share my story, but I'm very nervous. How would this work? And who would be listening and things like that. I have a story too. And it's been a year since I came out of an MLM, and I'm recovering now. Actually, maybe three or four. (laughs) I've lost count, but hopefully you see this and listen and hopefully you get my message and yeah, reach out to me. Thank you.
2: Hey, Mia, I would love to reach out to you, but I don't know how. So if you are listening to this, and I really hope you are, please email me and let's tell your story. And then sometimes I
6: get messages like this one. I found your podcast from listening to Was I in a Cult? And I think it will be interesting, but I'm on the second episode. And I'm wondering if you stop talking over people so much, like if you learn that that's not how a podcast host works. Thank you so
2: much for your constructive criticism, Jenny. Uh, if you made it past episode two, you uh, you probably likely heard my growth. Um, and uh, as you get to know me and you hear my story, you also learn that I had undiagnosed ADHD, which we talk about as the podcast goes along. So I'm going to go ahead and let... Uh, this question answer itself for you Um, and and maybe you're listening to this right now. Hey Jenny! But all lessons, praise, jokes, horror stories and criticisms aside, this podcast and you guys have changed my life and I know that's like a super duper hunbot thing to say and I apologize in advance but it's true. This podcast came to me at a time when I was the most lost I'd ever been, when I didn't know what tomorrow would bring. And you guys gave me hope. <laughs> and here I am getting emotional. Surprise, surprise. You guys gave me something to look forward to, something to work at, something to be better at, something to learn. I'm sorry for those early episodes. <laughs> I didn't know mute was a thing. Uh, I didn't know ADHD was a thing I had. And I, I didn't know how to podcast. And I know there's a lot of people out there that that listen to podcasts and think, it's so easy, I could do it myself. And I implore you to. I really do. This has been one of the most difficult projects I have ever taken on, um, <laughs> from finding people to talk to, to recording these very emotionally heavy episodes, to then revisiting it, to edit it, and to get it ready to go. It's so much And I'm so thankful to everyone who has been here with me. I am so, so, so thankful to Molly and Nicole of Solid Listen for believing in me. um, And Rob at Lipstick and Vinyl for keeping me busy. Um, You guys are incredible. Every single person who has been a sponsor of the show or a sponsor of anything, anybody who has sent me a gift just for funsies or for me to try. Thank you. I, I just... I know this is not the normal Life After MLM episode, and I'm very much normally not somebody who wants to just have an entire episode that praises me. But at the same time, I also, uh, (laughs) at the advice of my therapist friends, they have told me many times to own it. (laughs) And that is... (laughs) That's one of my biggest toxic traits is like putting so much time, effort, energy and like blood, sweat and tears and love into something and then being like, "Eh, well, you know, if you get around to listening to it, you know, maybe you would like it. Like, I just need to own that what I'm doing is actually helping people, as we just heard. (laughs) And it's changing people's lives. It's not me. Right. But like I was that seed And, and even like even thinking that that I was the seed for Aaron because Aaron's incredible and Aaron makes the most amazing poignant content that makes me go, Oh my God, I didn't even think about it that way. Or Danielle who started a podcast because she just instinctively knew that I had probably more overflow than I could handle. And she decided to take the mental health road and, and take some of that burden off of me without me even knowing it. And Mallory, who creates these incredible characters and connects with people and and with comedy and is educating people and Michelle with just how wonderful of a friend she has become and all the little gifts and the shirts that she makes me and sends me. Uh, It always seems to come on the days that I need it the most. So this is an episode about my gratitude for you guys. And I know I say thank you like so much. It's like one of the things I say the most in every single episode, but It's really, really important that you guys know how much I appreciate you. Every single one of you that has subscribed, that tunes in on Sunday mornings, those of you that listen on your way to work on Mondays, those of you that take me along on your jogs, you've allowed me into your homes (laughs) and you've allowed me into your lives. And you guys send me screenshots of you watching me on YouTube on your TVs in your living rooms. And it's just, it is so surreal and it's hard for me to grasp the concept that the community that I was so desperately looking for, the one that I talk about on YouTube in The Adventures of Humberta, that it's right here now, and we're in it, and we're thriving, and we're killing it, and it's amazing. And we did a 100 episodes, <laughs> and there are So many more stories to tell and I'm going to do my best to tell as many of them as possible, whether it's here on the podcast, whether it's in a big round robin chat on the YouTube show, whether we do a little mega dive or mini dive into one of your companies and produce a mini documentary, I'm here for it. I know you guys are here for it. We're going to take this as far as it will go. Life After MLM is here to stay and is only getting bigger. And I am so happy that you were all here for the first 100 episodes because, I mean, I don't even know where this is going, but I'm definitely not stopping anytime soon. Thank you. you so much for listening to life after mlm don't forget to like subscribe and share and follow us on social media at life after mlm podcast and my advocacy at the real roberta blevins you can find all of the links to the social accounts in our show notes and if you just listened to that incredible story and you thought oh my god i have a story just like that that needs to be told hit me up the real robertablevins at gmail.com I would love to have you on the show to share your story and start your journey in life
6: after MLM. See you next time, Hans.